Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I hope that you are having an amazing day. I thought I would do something different today and talk about a journey that I'm on and how it relates to work-life balance. Um, I didn't want to do anything too formal, even though I do have my notes in front of me, um, because I really want to consider, I want you to consider the question, is a reset the key to a new work-life balance mindset? That is the question that I want to pose to you today. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to dive into some personal stories, my own personal relationship with work-life balance and a reset. And then I'm going to come back to you again with some tips on how you can take this reset and create a new mindset around the idea of work-life balance for yourself. If that sounds like something that you need, you're interested in, please stick around and listen to today's podcast. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Okay, so I want to kick things off by saying this. This is the third time that I am recording this podcast, and I pray it works this time. I'll get to why it's the third time and how it relates to this reset in just a minute, but let's just dive into the content and so I can get the groundwork laid for you so we can get to this big question about whether or not a reset, the idea of a reset is going to be the key to your new relationship with your work-life balance mindset. So I'll start off telling you about my daughters. I have a set of twins that were born at 23 weeks. And because of that, I was unable to um, continue on in the corporate area because they needed a lot of care. The thing is, if you would think 23 weeks being born is, is, a, is a, it's a huge deal, then check this out. They're actually five days apart. Yes, that's right. They are five days apart. One was born on April 6th and one was born on April 11th. And they were very ill when they were born, as you can imagine. The doctors only gave them a 20% chance to survive, but I am thankful to say they are now about to turn 24. However, I do have a daughter, Jessica, who has special needs. So if you've been around for a while, if you're an OG podcast listener of mine, you know that I do have a daughter who has special needs. And um, because of that, I... And my husband, we decided that we would have me stay home, but that did not change the fact that I had goals and dreams and aspirations of my own. And so that is why I became an entrepreneur. And that is why it is so important to me to um, to kind of continue on with what I'm doing and try to grow my business. Now, that brings me to the entire idea of work-life balance, because if you are a parent, you know, if you are not a parent, I mean, you still know that. There are things in life that you want to do. There are family, that's the family that you want to spend time with. Or if you don't have a family, there's just personal things, friends, traveling, things that you want to do. But you also have a career or you have a business that you are trying to run and you have that part of your life that is important to you as well. And sometimes we can get stuck in 
the push and pull of trying to balance them out. So this is why work-life balance really did become my jam because I had these two beautiful children that I wanted to take care of. But at the same time, having gone to college, I had goals and dreams and aspirations for the way I wanted my life to look. And I didn't want to give that up. So the very first thing that I had to do was prioritize my life. I had to put things in order in order to keep my sanity, actually. So I did that very thing. And I grew up in the church. My entire family did. And so I am a big believer in God and his abilities to work miracles and and move mountains in my life. And so he is going to be first. So I prioritize God first because I feel like going down from there, he will help me with all the other things. From there, it was my husband. My husband came next. I have told him since the beginning of time, even before we had kids, that our relationship came first because if we didn't have that solid foundation and that good relationship, then it was building a house on cards and we didn't want to do that. So my husband was next and then my children. And then I know some of you might look at that and go, wow, my kids come before my husband. And that's just not the way I look at it because the relationship between my husband and I is the example that I want my children to see and aspire to for their own relationships. And so that's why I put my husband first and then my children. And then lastly was my career and my job. Now, because I prioritize all those things, now I can look at this whole idea of work-life balance a little bit differently. Because beyond that, what I came up with was three things that I was just unwilling to do, unwilling to move on. I was unwilling to sacrifice my dreams and my aspirations and my goals. I knew what I wanted to do in my life. I was going to accomplish that. I was also unwilling to give up the and sacrifice my family time. I did not want to do that. I want to see my kids go to school and their activities. I want to participate um, in their programs and their their they're rearing up. I want to be there for the first of everything. I don't want to miss anything. So I was definitely unwilling to give that up. And then I was unwilling to lose my mind in the process. Okay. I was unwilling to do that. So I had to navigate this idea of having it all without losing my mind, without going crazy, without overexerting myself. So that really does bring me to this point that I want to make. In order to stay motivated, I had to work hard to be consistent with my growth. Um, Evolving as an entrepreneur was something that was important to me because I didn't want to stay stuck. I didn't want to keep like spinning my wheels. I wanted to make sure that I was moving forward. And each year I was, you know, really making a push to level up and do something different. And I was reminding myself to open, to be open to the idea of failing. And if you, if this sounds familiar to you, it's because that's the name of the podcast, the CEO mindset is all about being consistent as a human being in your own personal growth and also evolving as an entrepreneur and always being ready to take that next step in your business and level up. And then just not being afraid to do it, being open to those failures because it's in those failures is where the wins come even faster because you need to know what doesn't work in order for you to get to the stuff that actually does work, right? Now, that brings me back to my original question. The topic of this podcast is, could a reset be the key to your new life, your new work-life balance mindset? Resetting your situation, taking a pause and looking at what you need to do in your life um, to get where it is you want to go 
might be a better option than trying to balance and weigh 50% life, 50% work or career. Because at some point or another, you're going to feel like you're giving too much time to work and sacrificing your family, or you're giving too much time to family and you're sacrificing your own personal dreams and um, goals. And so that is just uh, the question. Do you think a reset? So let's let me just kind of give you a little bit more insight into my idea of what a reset is. So the way I'm going to define reset is acknowledging the need to take a step back. Things are going a little bit too haywire in your life. You're a little bit frazzled, got some stress happening. You feel like you're drowning. Maybe you feel like you're a little overwhelmed. You feel like a little, you feel like you might be a little resentful of a spouse or resentful of a boss because you're missing out in another area of your life. The first step in my definition of uh, a reset is just to acknowledge that you do need to step back and sort of look at things a little bit differently. And then also it's all about evaluating your true need. Um, If you are operating with this stress and this frustration is overwhelmed, there are probably some things that you can get rid of that you're doing that you can eliminate from your daily activity. There may be some people that you can edit from your life because they're causing you frustration and stress. But after you've acknowledged that, okay, I'm feeling this way, there's an issue here, I need to kind of address this issue, then look look heavily at or more intentionally at what you need to sort of ease the pain, you know, cut your losses or whatever the case may be. Because then I want you to discover ways to do these things differently. So, and I'm going to get into a, my process for this and some steps coming. So make sure that you listen to the end because not only am I going to share the steps that I took, I'm going to share with you my own personal reset that's going on at the moment, as well as a way to help you in the future with other mindset shifts that you might need to get you where you need to be in achieving your goals and your dreams. So in addition to talking about, um, this reset, I want to look at the idea of work-life balance and let's, let's kind of look at, um, kind of my thoughts on it because I actually don't believe that there is a such thing as work-life balance. I use the phrase because I know that that's a concept that you're familiar with if you're listening to this. And I know that we're all trying to feel like we're living our, living our best life and being more balanced and doing the things that we want to do without sacrificing. But The truth of the matter is I really don't believe in the concept of work-life balance because I believe that our life and our work or our career or our business are parallel to one another and we're doing them congruently. We're doing them simultaneously. We're not working 50% of the day and leaving work at home and then coming home and only concentrating on family or friends or our personal life. They're intertwined. They're coming home, checking your email just because you had your phone in your hand Um, or you're at work and you have a break. So you check on your vacation. These are things that are happening. Life and work are happening all at the same time. So there's no real way to have balance because if one is more than the other, then you're regretful or feeling guilty about the one that you're not doing and then vice versa. And there's also opportunities for resentment in there. If, if you feel like you're missing out on something and someone else is getting in fear of missing out. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that just do not make sense to call it work-life balance because there's just no balance in it. In addition to thinking of work-life balance congruently, by definition, balance is a condition in which 
different elements are equal. So again, using the word balance here in relationship to your work and your life just doesn't make sense because there's no 50-50 in this. We're all in in both areas of our life and we have to find a way to integrate who we are into each element of our life so that we can keep our sanity quite honestly and that's what i'm talking about inside my program startup to level up and my leadership intensive programs because this is where i think people are missing the boat they don't have that foundation of really taking who they are, understanding who they are, and leveraging that across all areas of their life so that there is an opportunity for them to create circumstances for optimal success in every area of their life, not just in business or not just in their personal life. So again, the term circumstances for optimal success is one that I coined, and it just basically means the way you use what you know about yourself to do and be your best regardless of the circumstances. And the key elements to this definition is what you know about yourself. And so that means you have to know yourself. You have to do the work to understand your strengths, your limitations, your desires, and your non-negotiables, because it's within that framework that you're going to be able to really leverage who you are across all platforms. And when you operate within that framework, you keep your sanity when it comes to your work-life balance. So definitely um, that, I mean, my idea of work-life balance is that there is no such thing as work-life balance, which again begs the question, is a reset actually going to be the key to your new work-life balance mindset? So I want you to think about the term reset versus work-life balance so that you can sort of change the way you think about work-life balance and give yourself a little bit more grace when things are not even and you remind yourself that they're actually congruent and they're operating at the same time. So the reset is going to help you stay in sync with your personal framework and not feel so stressed and overwhelmed when you are away from home at work and when you're at home away from work if that makes sense. So I want to share with you my own personal story here about how I am going through a reset. And then I'm going to give you the steps that I took to come to, or I'm actually still in the process of it, but what I am doing to make my reset a little bit better for me and to kind of get back into the sanity and not so stressed and frustrated and overwhelmed. Okay. So it all started um, earlier this year. I have I had a goal. Well, actually, it was the beginning of the year. I had a goal to launch my program, Startup to Level Up. Whoop, whoop. It's pretty awesome. And it is coming soon. I'm so excited. But what I realized was that I had been working so hard in my business with clients and, um, you know, just really nurturing the, the, the business that I did have and working on social media to keep the exposure up and keep myself top of mind that I really had not done the best job. Um, growing my email list and getting the right people in my email list that would be interested in the program in the first place. And so as I was beginning the process of creating the campaign for my program, I realized that I needed to do a little bit of foundational work to really get in the right crowd. And so I actually ended up looking at uh, working with another business coach, which if you don't have a business coach or someone that is guiding you and you're trying to do this on your own, stop. Because I've done that and I did that for years and it really just puts you behind because someone else has already done it 
and you going out there trying to reinvent the wheel, it's just wasting your time. So t- instead of investing so much time into something and, and taking that um, taking that time and wasting that time trying to figure it out and then ultimately still being frustrated and overwhelmed, take advice from people who've already done it. Go pay a coach, go purchase the program and save yourself a little time and energy. Don't let budget be your issue. Go find, you know, some borrow some money from someone because if you can get what you need that much faster, then you can pay that person back that much faster. That's just kind of what that looks like. So I would, um, anyway, I was just in the process of launching this program and I went and found some help. And in that help, I was able to determine some areas that I needed to grow, that I needed to fix. Um, I needed to up my game a little bit. Um, a lot of what needed to be done, I already knew I was already doing, but I needed to do it a little bit more intentionally. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. One of the biggest issues that I have about selling my program is that I'm just not a salesperson. I just... I don't feel, I feel like if you need what I have, which I know a lot of people do, I'm not, I don't feel like I should beg you (laughs) to purchase it. I feel like, you know, and if I have to beg you to get in it, then that means I got to beg you to stay. And I'm just, that's just, so sales has just never been my thing. And I've known that. But when it, it came down to launching this program, I realized that I needed to do some of the things that my coach was telling me to do. And so I started working on it. And what I realized was that, um, it was time for an up level. It was time for an up level. And that is why I was not seeing what I really wanted to see from my efforts lately. And I've had a reset before where I went from doing what I called creating, helping you create a signature style. Um, and at that time I was doing more wardrobe styling and, um, hair and all of that thing, all of those things, but I was still doing marketing and helping with marketing strategies, And then I went from that to talking about personal branding, which is where I am now. But here's the thing, guys. It seems like that whole market of personal branding, that tagline has become so saturated. And most people are just talking about it in terms of um, websites or social media or becoming an influencer. That's what they're thinking of when they say personal branding. And that's not what I mean. I don't mean that. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is truly identifying who you are and what you need to do and be your best, and then leveraging that across your platforms to create amazing um, systems and workflows to build relationships with people, to uh, to approach your business from an authentic authentic standpoint, to build your team and create a company culture. That's what I mean when I say personal branding. I am talking about a verb where you take who you are and you use it in action. You put that in action to do and be your best in all areas of your business. That's what I mean when I say personal branding. And I started to see that that was being lost on people because they couldn't conceive of that, 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 that way of thinking. They were always thinking about the imagery and the, um, all of the influencer status type things. And so when I started doing this work on launching this program, I realized I needed to get people in the program who understood what I was saying. And so I started to poll people, my past clients, people that I was working with now. And I was shocked at what I learned from what they were telling me. I realized that I was definitely providing amazing value to them, but it wasn't the value that I thought I was providing to them or that I went into it thinking that I would do for them. 
And so I realized that I had to do an up level and change my tone again. So I'm in the process of doing that reset so that you, my listener, understands exactly where I'm coming from and you can make the decisions to whether or not this is what it is you want. So a reset All this time I had been pushing and struggling and being frustrated and I felt like I was hitting my head up against the wall and I was spending so much time working and I felt like I wasn't really spending the time that I wanted with my family. And when I was spending time with my family, I felt like I was missing out on getting ahead in my business to really get where I wanted to be with the launch of my program. And at one point I just had to sit down and I was very frustrated and I was talking to my husband about it and feeling a little bit defeated. And my husband actually said, you know, you need to just stop and think about from whence you've come because you've done such an amazing job and I don't think you give yourself enough credit. So he told me that. And then I was talking to another entrepreneur friend of mine and she said, I think you need to give yourself a little bit of grace. She was like, I don't think that you're looking at this the way you should be because you've done awesome. You've done an amazing job. And so that was the second person. And then yesterday I had a third person to say something very similar. And so the issue with me was that I was just so stuck in like the the frustrations of it all. And that is part of the reset. That was part of me understanding what I needed, getting to the point where I understood what I needed. And so though I was out of balance, you know, with my family and my life, it took me acknowledging that there was a, there was there was something wrong. I was, I was hitting my head up against the wall and I needed to stop and look at why the reset, right? So I could have looked at that and it's like, oh, my work-life balance is out of whack. Well, it wasn't. My work-life balance was no such thing because my life and my work is going together at the same time. What needed to happen was I needed to recognize that I was, I was overdoing it. I was hitting my head up against the wall for no reason because I really wasn't, wasn't, uh, tuning into what needed to happen. I needed to level up. Well, I did. So then I was like, okay, what do I need to do? How can I do this? Well, I realized I needed to streamline. I need to streamline some things and I need to make some adjustments. Primarily, I need to change what I'm saying so that I'm reaching the right people and that I'm really speaking what it is I mean to speak to the right people and and their ears are perking and hearing what I have to say. So instead of talking about personal branding specifically, I'm talking about how your personal, the, the elements, the benefits of leveraging your personal brand. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I am addressing the objections and the frustrations of the people who need my services so that they understand that they're not alone. And this is, this is something that happens. But when you learn how to leverage who you are in all these areas of your life, you can reset, you can reset and approach things a little bit differently and really do and be your best based on what you need to do and be your best. And so when I realized that I was able to stop and take a look at what I needed and make those changes so that I could reset and get myself back to balance, if you will, where I am in harmony. Maybe that's what I should say. Now I'm in harmony The life and the business that I want for myself are in harmony and I know what I need to do to do and be my best in both areas. I know where those boundaries need to be set and I know what expectations need to be managed. So it's a reset. Now my work and my life can be in harmony and work together and I don't feel the pressures of needing to be one place and missing out on the other. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. 
And so now that I've given you my story and sort of how my reset is taking place that I'm really excited about, I'm so excited to launch the program. We will be getting started and and really trying to, you'll start to see in my social media, if you're not following me, please go over on Instagram and follow me and TikTok and LinkedIn for sure and Pinterest. LinkedIn, Facebook, and Pinterest for sure. Definitely go over and start following me because I'm going to start talking about these things. Um, But before I get to the last thing that I want to share with you and how you can get involved and how I think what I have to offer you is going to be extremely helpful, let me give you some steps for your own reset so that you have a little bit of guidance. And if you want me to create a checklist for you, I'll definitely do that and put that um, in a video um, so that you can grab that for yourself. You can comment over on Instagram at AF Patrick. Just DM me and let me know if you would be interested in getting a checklist that of what I'm about to tell you so that you can use it for yourself for your own work-life balance, mind shift, mindset change. So the first thing that I did was like I told you earlier, I talked about it earlier, is that I prioritized my life. What is important to me? And I put them in order. I have my religious beliefs, my husband, my children, and then my business. Yours might look differently, but I suggest having your priorities in order. Then next, when you feel yourself kind of not doing well, when you are frustrated, you're overwhelmed, whatever it is that's keeping you up at night or or irritating you or making you feel some kind of way, acknowledge it. That's your epiphany. That's when you're going to say, oh, hmm. I need to make an adjustment. Something is keeping me, is blocking me. It's it's holding me back. It's it's frustrating me. It's it's causing me, it's bottlenecking what I'm trying to do. Acknowledge that. That's your epiphany when you see that. And then you can look at okay, now that I've acknowledged it, let's look at what I need to do to change the situation. So that's step 2. What are the necessary changes? I had to change my mindset. And I had to change the language that I'm using in my business. And I had to change what I'm doing in my business. I have to up my game. I have to be a lot more intentional. I thought I was doing fine. And I am to like get those people to like and follow and that sort of thing. But to convert and into the way I want them to convert has been a bit challenging because it was time for an up level. The people who got in under this level are in. And now it's time to up level. So that's what needs to change. I need to do something different to get a different result. Step four was to acknowledge those growing pains and move through them. Allow yourself to feel them and move through them because they are going to happen. They're different for everyone. Um, For me, it was frustration because I felt like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm hitting my head up against the wall. I'm doing all of this. I am, I'm, I'm doing all the things that need to be done. I've got everything in place, but I'm just not seeing the results that I want to see because it was time for an up level. I'd already pulled in the people that were going to be pulled in on this level. So it's time to up level. My next growing pain was the shame of it all. And even though I feel that I'm successful, I feel like I've done a really good job in my business and I've really grown. But I feel like also coming to you even now in this podcast and admitting that I even had to do a reset is a little, there's a little bit of shame involved because, you know, you limiting beliefs, you know, 
sometimes you get yourself into a funk and you feel like, eh, you know, they're going to think this way of me. They're going to think that way of me because I'm supposed to be this expert. And then also the self-doubt creeps in um, under that. So those are my growing pains. That's normal. It's not like it's crazy to be thinking that way. It's normal, but it's up to me to recognize those growing pains, allow myself to feel them, and then snap myself out of it and get to work to do what needs to be done. The next step is to overcome those fears and the lies and that negative tape that is going to happen whenever it's time for you to reset. You're going to tell yourself that your boss is not going to like the new changes or your clients are going to get upset and leave because you're deciding to spend more time with your family or your family is going to get upset because you are going to take a specific day to work on something or work outside of the home or whatever it is, your mind may tell you things. Your fear, your the butterflies in your belly about the change or taking the risk, that is also something that is going to happen potentially. So you need to prepare yourself for that. So that would be the next step. What step is that? One, two, three, four. That's the fifth step. The sixth step is to, and the final step is to really walk in your truth. Just like I told you, even though the growing pains happened and I had the frustration and the shame and I felt a little bit of self-doubt and I had to overcome the fear of this really transitioning into this larger arena or this this more, um, oh gosh, how do you say it? Higher level entrepreneurs area, the CEOs, the executive level um, customer base. Even though there was fear around that and my my mind was telling me things that weren't true, my husband reminded me of my experience and my credibility. One of my girlfriends who's also an entrepreneur and makes seven figures in her business reminded me of how I helped her. And another girlfriend who has a business as well reminded me about how she saved so much money, tens of thousands of dollars based on the coaching that she received from me, as well as how much business she sent my way because she so um, believes in what I have to offer. These things helped me see the truth about the reality of it all and that all of that The growing pains that I was going through were just that. They would pass. And the fear that I was having was unfounded because I was capable. And the lies that were going on in my head were not true. And that I can win this thing. And I did that. That was data. All of that confirmation was data that the reset is exactly what was necessary. And now I could do all of these things in harmony with my life and up-level my business and and have the sanity that I told you about that I was unwilling to sacrifice to have my family and to have my business. And so the reset, in my opinion, the answer to this question is a reset, the key to your new um, work-life balance mindset. To me, the answer is absolutely yes. Now, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast, but before I let you go, I do want to tell you that work-life balance is not the only mindset shift that people need to make in order to find that harmony in their life and business. There are a ton of other mindsets that could potentially be shifted for you and unstick you or clear the bottleneck in your mind that helps you achieve your goals. And so because of that, I have created the CEO Boss Squad, which is a subset of my original Boss Squad 
but it is definitely for those who are intentional about really getting their breakthrough and achieving their goals. So we're going to walk through a different mind, a different mindset each month. And we're going to talk about that mindset throughout the month in different uh, emails. It's just an email that comes to you. The first of the month, there, there will be a video that we I go through the mindset with you. And then the last three weeks of the month is basically a challenge for you to change that mindset, to address those issues, and to possibly achieve your goals. It's so simple. It's absolutely free. But I think that it'll be beneficial um, because there are so many different areas of our life and our career and our business where the way we think about things could be making the difference in us achieving our goals and being successful. So we're going to tackle all of those. If you've got a mindset shift that you need for yourself, let me know. DM me um, on Instagram at AFPatrick if you're listening to this podcast on one of your podcast platforms. Or if you're watching this on video, then leave a comment down below. And let me know which mindset shift you need. What area of your business do you think you need a mindset? What area of your life do you think you need a mindset shift? Let me know. And we will use that in one of our monthly mindset shift challenges. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I hope it actually saves for me this time because I've been recording. And um, have a great rest of your day. Um, All right. Thanks again. Good night. Goodbye. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AFPatrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.